The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. A very good morning, Adam. Hey, morning, John. I am sure this is huge news in the UK today, the finding that the shooting of the man which led to the London riots of a couple of years ago was fully justified. Yes, absolutely. That is the jury verdict. An inquest jury has ruled that, uh, indeed, the man, Mark Duggan, was lawfully killed by a police marksman, even though he was unarmed inside a taxi at the time. A gun was found, actually, later, uh, several metres away, as if he'd thrown it out of the window, except, strangely, the gun was inside a plastic bag. That's before police put it in there for forensic reasons. Uh, there's a strangeness about that. But uh, the key to this is that, uh, as you're suggesting, Mark Duggan, shot dead in Tottenham in August 2011, triggered protests locally. The protest became a riot. That, in turn, led to a week of rioting in English cities. There was a whole feeling that people were jumping on a bandwagon. It's not like the whole country was protesting about Mark Duggan. There was a sort of powder keg thing ready to go, if you like. But, but nonetheless, it, it was the trigger. And the Duggan family... Uh, reacted extraordinarily, I have to say. I don't think I can recall an inquest jury being harangued in court, but uh, they were shouting and screaming at the jury. Someone shouted, a black life ain't worth nothing. There was that sort of feeling about it. And so emotionally and racially, very sensitive, and there were extra police on duty last night uh, in Tottenham and other key points around London. And there are already community uh, meetings set up for today between police and community leaders and social workers and so forth, because everyone is very aware that, you know, if the powder keg goes again, we're in big trouble. And, yeah, bravo to Thomas Hittelberger. I think his last English club was football. He played for a lot of clubs in England and in Europe. Uh, indeed, yes. Um, uh, but a star for quite some time at Aston Villa and then West Ham and Everton. Everton is where he, he wound up. So three top English Premier League clubs. Uh, a German international, 50-something times, 52 times, I think it was, he played for Germany. And Thomas Hitchelsberger has revealed that he's gay. Um, Thomas says he wants to move the discussion about homosexuality in professional sport forwards, which is, it's, even in this day and age, isn't it strange? Even in the 21st century, it's still a brave thing to do because very, very few men have come out and said they're gay, certainly in professional sport. I mean, Justin Fashionu did it, John Fashionu's brother, and committed suicide as a result of the negative reaction. I mean, that's, yes, the that's reaction why. was was bad for him, but uh, he also internalized an awful lot of stuff. Mm. I suppose that's one of the good things about uh, Thomas Hitchelsberger coming out, if you like, is that there's that feeling that he's not internalizing anymore, and therefore uh, there'll be more people with an arm around his shoulder, particularly in this day and age. Just in fashion, it was, a, well, feels like a different era. The only thing is, is that uh, Thomas retired from football last September, so he's still not a current soccer star, and very, very few have come out. I think it's a total of four in European football, at any rate. And he's still a retired footballer. Is it possible for somebody actually to be playing and do that, is the question. Given, um, well, dare I say it, the, the lowest common denominator chanting that you certainly get at English soccer grounds, I just wonder if you would dare to do that. So, I mean, Gareth Thomas, is that the, the Welsh rugby player who said he's there? He waited until he was retired before coming out and you can understand why i mean you can't yes. you can't criticize them for for not coming out at all or waiting until their professional career is finished before they come out because of exactly that those chance and the the kind no, of although, although of course what absolutely you can't criticize them on an individual basis at all it's just sad that people still feel that pressure when they absolutely 
shouldn't feel that pressure and, and probably don't in all sorts of careers. But it seems when it comes to being a top level professional sportsman, you, for some reason you have to hold back. And you Brit drivers are dozy, quite a lot of you apparently. <laughs> yes, this is an extraordinary uh, result of a survey that a third of drivers in Britain admit to some degree of nodding off while at the wheel. Um, This is produced by the road safety charity Brake, who have found that nearly a half of men and one in five women have admitted to doing that head-nodding thing. They say there are three stages when you are really tired and driving, and the first of them is blinking a lot and possibly yawning, but blinking a lot. And then the second of them is that head-nod thing where momentarily, oh, you just sort of bounce up and down. And sometimes if you catch yourself, it really gives you the uh, the bejeebas, doesn't it? And, it? and it pulls you awake. But it's too far at that stage. They say you are moments away from then absolutely falling asleep. And indeed, I think it's one in 14 in this survey have actually completely fallen asleep while driving. That's a lot of people. If I looked at my address book and found 14 names and thought, well, one of us, therefore, has definitely fallen asleep. That's quite a lot. So there's that feeling of, yeah, for goodness sake, take a break. It is, you know, a killer. 300 people on Britain's roads die every year, they say, because of nodding off at the wheel. And anyone nodding in agreement at this, by the way, might like to take a break at this stage. <laughs> I know that that eye-blinking feeling, and I know the strategies. You turn the radio up a little bit louder, you wind the window down and stick your head out and hope that the fresh air will invigorate you. And none of it works because the blinking and then the nodding starts. You really do need to just stop. And either have a quick 15-minute nap or walk around the car or get the heart rate up in some way. Adam Gilchrist, thank you very much indeed.